329 on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Full disclosure, I know our next guest. I know her well. I've known her for years. When the Ontario Chiropractic Association called me and said, hey, Andy, we'd really like to have a chiropractor on your show to talk about uh, the harmful effects to the alignment of your body from things like smartphones. Uh, I said, I'd love to have that. Uh, Do you have a chiropractor in mind? They said, well, we'll find one. I said, can I make a suggestion? They took me up on my suggestion. And that is uh, my own chiropractor, who I haven't been to see for a long time because I've been behaving. And her name is uh, Dr. Zainine Haji. Dr. Haji, welcome to the studio. Thank you so much, Andy, for having me here. You're a great chiropractor and a great friend, and I know that uh, this is a, a subject that I've wanted to talk to you for a long time. Not specifically about tech neck. I hadn't even heard the phrase until uh, a couple of weeks ago, but so many other issues uh, relating to uh, your uh, profession. But let's start with what's been in the news uh, recently. Had you heard the term tech neck until a couple of weeks ago? Well, quite honestly, it's something that we as chiropractors deal with uh, every day in and out. And so as long as the telephones have been out, computers have been out, it actually has been a term that's been used quite readily in the chiropractic world. I always like to pull together the talking heads that you see on TV and on the radio talking about some issue with the actual frontline people who are dealing with it. Uh, because sometimes you hear uh, philosophers and all kinds of experts, and then you're thinking, do they really know what's going on at the local level? So in your office there in Lambeth, are you actually getting people come in with symptoms that you trace down to their excessive use of smartphones? 100%, whether it be smartphones, laptops, computers, just posture in and of itself in the workplace. Yes, absolutely. I'm seeing more irritated thumbs and fingers as a result of texting than I ever have before. You've got to be kidding. Thumbs? Irritated thumbs? Absolutely. It's shocking to me how many people come in to say, something's going on here. The, the amount of arthritic change that's taking place in the hands as a result of texting and being on these handheld devices, incredible. It's a whole new area of concern for us as chiropractors. It will keep us in business for life. That's absolutely shocking to me. I, I, did, I thought you could, you could type away with your thumbs all day. That's the old expression, use them or lose them, but you're saying there's a limit. But excessive use of any part of your body is going to create a problem in your body, true? So if you're using your thumbs for hours a day to text and to do things, having your head in a downward position, the mechanical integrity of your spine is going to be compromised. That being said, our hands are are used a lot when it comes to texting. Our hands are used a lot when it comes to keyboarding. Our hands are used a lot for gaming. Gaming is one thing that has become increasingly more over the last number of years. And so I'm seeing many young boys especially having gaming issues, posturally, necks, thumbs, hands, elbows, shoulders, everything is being affected as a result of 6, 7, 10, 12 hours in front of a TV with a joystick in front of them or a computer in front of them. That's absolutely amazing. So let's look at what the result, what uh, uh, thumbs are number one. Thumbs and fingers. 
you know, when it comes down to texting, when it comes to the small joints of the body. Next, of course, primarily, that's what you're going to read about because it's the effect of what people feel right away. The symptom of the trouble comes in that neck area because the neurological supply comes from the neck. So, of course, when you're feeling symptoms, you're going to feel it up in that area. You're going to have headaches. You're going to have decreased range of motion. You're going to have areas in that upper half of your neck that are being irritated. But the end result result of the nervous system in the neck area are your hands, fingers, shoulders, everything that goes along with it. So recognize it's going to all be affected. I'm wondering if you could describe the journey that a family goes on when they're trying to figure out why their teenage boy has some of these symptoms. Let me relate a story. Uh, My wife's father one time bought new tires for his pickup truck. And then after a while, he noticed the rear tires were wearing especially quickly. So he went to the tire dealer and he says, these tires are faulty. There's a problem. And the the, the, the tire owner, uh, the garage door, the garage owner just looked at him. He said, do you have a teenage son? Yeah. He had a teenage son driving uh, the truck, squealing the tires all the time. The tires are wearing. Is it obvious to these family what the problems are, or is a search process? Well, unfortunately, it's so prevalent in the home environment that the kids are on their systems that it becomes quite obvious as to why they're coming in. Their posture is terrible. Their neck is sore. The electromagnetic current from their computer is completely causing havoc to their system, not only themselves, but also other family members. So quite honestly, when people are coming in for this type of situation, it's pretty clear that it's not as a result of anything other than gaming for the number of hours that these kids spend or the number of hours that they spend on their phone, etc. Okay, so in terms of people who are suffering, you're talking teenage boys who are hooked on video games and spend half a dozen hours a day. They would be number one? Uh, They would be number one as far as that type of gaming system, but recognize with phones, we all have them. From 12-year-old kids until, you know, I have a 96-year-old client who knows how to use an iPhone perfectly. So recognize it's not something that we're seeing in particular age groups. Maybe there's certain situations that we're seeing in certain age groups, but the use of a smartphone, no, everybody is having that effect because people are using them more and more and more and more. Right, but to what extent? I mean, are we talking here to the average person or are these just the people who are addicted to their phones? No, 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 absolutely not. People that are using their phones on a day-to-day basis to just text one text here and there, people are spending upwards of three and a half hours on these devices per day. That's not even including the amount of time that they're spending in front of a computer, doing a project, working, doing things like that. So there's a lot of people that are using these devices regularly and very often that we're seeing it every day. And if I don't see 10 people a day that are struggling with this in every day, it's not complete for me. And that's a lot. 10 people a day. I'm just blown away. I'm thinking you're would have 10 people a week or every two weeks. I think I'm being fairly conservative even using the number 10. Age, average age, or all over the spectrum? 12 to 45, 55. You know, that is where I'm seeing the most trouble. People that already have a few underlying issues that are taking place, then they start utilizing these devices a little bit more, or they've retired and they're using the computer more playing games researching a little bit more um, you know on different sites 
those are the people that I'm seeing. And some of them don't realize why they're experiencing the symptoms that they're they're experiencing. So when you look them in the eye and you do the little interview and you put, start putting the pieces together and you tell them, I think you might want, to, do they look at you like, um, I'm sure they just don't believe you. No, actually, I think they believe me and they're upset that I've caught them because now they're going to have to reduce it. Now they know with certainty that the reason that they have been experiencing the symptoms that they've had is as a result of being on their computers, their devices for way too long. So it actually doesn't come as a surprise. There's no aha moments. It's more like, oh, you caught me. So now I'm going to have to make a change because now I have to become accountable for what I've done and you've called me on it. So now it's time to make the change. Okay. How serious are these issues? Are these long-term issues or is it just, uh, hey, let up on this, uh, do it, uh, sit up properly like mom always told us to do and it'll go away? Or if you've been doing it for a protracted uh, period of time, is there the danger that it could uh, lead to other issues or long-term issues? There is always a possibility that long-term issues will arise with this type of behavior because for whatever reason, we believe we are invincible and we can do whatever we wish right now, have that instant gratification moment and not take care of things. So people just need to recognize that there are things that need to be done in order to protect themselves for the irreversible damage that they may be causing onto their system as a result of the activities that they're choosing to take part in. Okay, so people are listening right now and going, do I do it too much? What are some tips you can give them so that you can recognize whether you might be developing issues? Well, the answer is that yes, you are doing it too much because if you're even thinking about it right now when I'm saying what I'm saying, you are doing it too much. Recognize that if you're sitting for any longer than 20 minutes on any sort of device, you're doing it too much. If your head is hurting and your neck is strained and your back hurts and your hips are not sitting correctly and your shoulders are rolled over and they're forward and your eyes get a little squinty when you're looking at your devices, then yes, you're doing it too much. And please don't fool yourself into believing or thinking that there's other reasons that are causing it. Because the bottom line is, the likelihood is, the effects are as a result of you being on these computer devices. I don't know who came up with this little phrase, tech neck, but do you have a phrase to describe some of these issues relating to the use of technology? Well, I certainly think tech neck is a great new term, I guess, that's been used. I mean, student syndrome is something that we've used for many, many years because it's the same idea. It's a, a head position and a neck position in a downright motion causing irritation on the rest of the spine, causing compression of the nerves, causing neck pain, possibly headaches, shoulder pain, elbow pain, wrist pain, hand pain. So all of those things are a direct result of quote-unquote student syndrome. Just now we have carried it over into the society as a whole because we're all starting to use these these devices much more. Okay, make a list if you would. What are the worst devices and what are the issues that uh, they create? Would cell phones be... Cell phones would be absolutely number one because the cell phone technology is such that we can do everything on our cell phones. 
we don't have to have a computer. We don't have to have a laptop anymore. We can search everything and design everything on the cell phone. So I am even guilty of of typing up an entire letter on my cell phone and sending it to uh, Tammy, Desiree, and Holly because if I do it there, I can do it quickly and it gets done. So the amount of use even that I have on my own cell phone to get things done from an office perspective is very, very high. So cell phones, yes, number one. Number two, laptops. Smaller devices, more compact, but clearly more compact would suggest more of an irritation to the body, straining of the eyes, position of laptop, you know, on our laps, on a table, on uh, the couch, you know, on the headrest. It's all in a different place than computers because then now you're talking about ergonomics and, and desk positions and monitor positions, but the bigger and bulkier computer devices are being utilized less and yet less because the technology of the smaller units is very high. So most definitely cell phones, smartphones, everything can be done. When you extrapolate this over an entire population, Zanine, what are you saying? I mean, you're going to have to train a lot more chiropractors if these habits continue. Absolutely. From the standpoint of how the population is going, there will be many people that will require chiropractic care. And there are a number of people who choose not to see chiropractors because they don't realize that that's the professional that they should be seeing in relation to problems like this. Many people, unfortunately, can consult their family practitioner. But a family practitioner's job and scope of practice is not to deal with these things. And so please see the people that are designed and have the scope of practice that is required to help you with the conditions and the symptoms that you're experiencing. Is there a treatment for tech neck as uh, beyond doing it less? Well, absolutely. If you are taking care of your spine, if you're taking care of your posture, if you're drinking your water, putting oxygen through your body and breathing, eating the right nutrition, exercising properly, all of those things will contribute to a better body. If a better body is using the devices, then clearly it's not the device's fault. It's the person using the device. If you take responsibility and accountability for your health, then you will automatically do it less because you're going to be taking care of yourself. And if you're listening to the insides of your body and listening to what it's saying to you, clearly it will tell you to stop when it's time to stop. We're going to take a short break. I want to ask you folks, uh, if some of this is resonating with you or with someone you know, like your teenager, I would think, Zanine, just to hear you you're talking, it's a wide age spectrum, but I'm just thinking right now of uh, the whole city that we have up at Western, the whole city that we have at Fanshawe, young people who spend a lot of time on their devices. Uh, are, are there people on campus who are warning them about this? Uh, has the Ontario Chiropractic Association... Uh, obviously, they've begun a campaign having you here today uh, to warn people that these issues are, are very real. Well, we are warning people because clearly we are seeing it more and more in our offices, and it's becoming very obvious that people are neglecting the signs and the symptoms that their bodies are giving them in order to tell them to stop. 
So recognize it's not anything new, but it's more obvious now because it's been going on for a number of years. So then the prevalence increases. Because the prevalence increases, the media attention to it increases. Hence, we have interactions and interviews like this to bring attention to something that we already know. I mean, really, from a listener perspective, I highly doubt anything that you and I are saying is new or awesome. Here's the question I want to ask you when we come back, and we do have to take a short break. If they go to their doctor... Medical doctor. Medical doctor. Yes. What fraction of those medical doctors are going to have any idea what the problem is? And secondly, if they recognize they need to see a chiropractor, would they send them to one? A little politics here. We'll be back with Zaneen Haji, and we welcome your call, 643-1290, or you can text us at 101290. Important stuff. We'll be back in just a moment right here on The Live Drive with Andy Udman on News Talk 1290 CJBK. Questions starting to come in for Dr. Haji on this uh, issue of uh, technology and how it affects your body. Um, Zainine, gaming is an issue. What about piano for the same reason, same issues? Well, piano, piano teachers are very particular on the posture of children. So I know for a fact, my Alyssa takes piano lessons and her teacher is very, very particular on her posture, her head position, how everything is sitting. So instrumentation, things like that. If we're talking about cellos and violins and flutes, we'll get into irritations of the neck, the shoulders, the back, the scapula, the low back. But when we're looking at devices or pianos such that they, in the sitting position that they're in, you're not going to see an irritation so much posturally. No, I know. And I've been uh, with our boys, went to piano teachers, and she was on that all the time. Uh, Next text, uh, a good MD would refer this person to a physiotherapist. Yes, they definitely would try to refer to a physiotherapist, but recognize the scope of practice of individuals. A medical doctor is on a lateral plane to a chiropractor, which means that our educational level is identical. One specializes in one thing, one is a generalist. A medical doctor is a generalist in all things. A chiropractor is a specialist in spinal anatomy, neuromusculoskeletal problems. A physiotherapist requires the supervision of a primary health care provider. Generally, those primary health care providers that supervise physiotherapy plans are medical doctors. Hence the reason they will be referring to a physiotherapist because that way the medical doctor has some sort of control essentially over what's going on and the physiotherapist requires directionality from that medical doctor to do what they're doing. Uh, We all know the politics and I'm just going to say it on my own. I know a lot of doctors and uh, they are skeptical, cynical of chiropractic and uh, I think that's unconscionable. I rant about it all the time. So uh, to all you doctors out there, um, hey, shape up and start sending them to uh, chiropractors. Okay, let's look at the larger picture. We have a few moments left. It just stuns me. If you just, just park yourself in a chair on a sidewalk on Dundas Street and just watch people walking. How many are not able to even walk properly? You don't have to sit outside the office of a chiropractor to see what a huge, huge... I heard recently that the average bus driver in the United States, transit driver, is 350 pounds. We have so many issues uh, that we're not dealing with. What are we, uh, Zainine and I always wanna look at, what should we be doing 
uh, to improve our own health. I'm sure you have a list of the, well, let's let's give it a David Letterman flavor. What are the top 10 worst things or even the top five worst things that we're doing that are putting us uh, in pain, that are uh, keeping us from walking in a healthy manner and um, ending up in the offices of uh, professionals? recognize it's very difficult to put it as top 10, 10 being the least and one being the most. But I'm going to try to touch on a few things and then give some solution-based ideas to help people help themselves a little bit better. Um, Number 10, improper footwear. Uh, If people are not standing correctly, if their posture is poor as a result of the footwear that they're using, clearly from a foundational standpoint, Everything else from a mechanical perspective will be off as well. High heels, foot flip-flops? Absolutely. The two worst things you can have. It comes from a woman, folks. It wasn't Andy. (laughs) And it comes from a woman who chooses to wear high heels because I'm only five foot two, but recognize I get adjusted regularly. I have my spine checked regularly to make sure that the things that I'm doing to cause irritation to the spine are being taken care of. We've discussed these two issues, high heels and flip flop, so many times. Give me your best 10 seconds on high heels. High heels are causing the body to go much more forward, and so the body and the gravitational force on that body are irritated, hence the hamstrings, the quads, the low back, the hips, the joints are going to be in different positions. Clearly, we have to make sure that we're on flatter surfaces taking care of our spines in that way. You're saying the less the better. The less the better, but beautiful shoes are fantastic as long as you have a great chiropractor to look after you. Well, That's the truth of it. That's the truth of it. If you choose to do the things that you're doing, have the help and the care that you require in order to be able to do those things. Okay, flip-flops. Terrible. I would rather people be barefoot than be in flip-flops. Now, some people will say flip-flops are good because I'm going from the car to the office. No, absolutely not, because your footwear has to mold to your body and your foot, and it's not understanding the ground correctly. So clearly, wearing something like that is only causing interference on the rest of your system. Okay. Um, Very rarely will family practitioners refer someone to a chiropractor. I don't feel it's natural for someone to snap, crackle, and pop my back in place. So there you get your cynics. What happened hundreds of years ago uh, with these issues? Bunch of quacks. So you still get people who are cynical of your profession, including some doctors. But you know what? They're allowed to be cynical. Ask questions, but then ask questions that you're willing to learn new answers for recognize that if it was quackery, we wouldn't be doing as well as we're doing. Recognize that if there is mechanical neuromuscular disorders taking place and there's a professional who actually looks at the spine, looks for the cause of the problem and corrects it, that is a chiropractor. Okay, I want to get through this list, a delicious list. You said footwear is number 10, number nine. Number nine, poor sleeping position. Clearly, people are sleeping in beds that are too hard, too soft, too old, not lying properly, doing abnormal things when they're sleeping, lying on their tummies, the most terrible, terrible position that you can be in because it cranks your neck around a lot. It causes a tremendous amount of stress on your organs. It creates disorganization in your mechanical system because of the position that you're in. So sleeping position for sure, number nine. Best position to sleep? Either on your side or on your back. Either is fine so long as you're doing it correctly. If you're doing it on your back, just neutral, coffin-like position is what I say. On your side, nose in line 
line with the belly button, making sure your hips are aligned and your shoulder is out so it's not putting pressure on the shoulder at all. Nose in line with belly button is key. If your pillow is causing your head to be tipped up or down, it's causing irritation to the neck and the nerves that are coming from your neck causing irritation. I could tell the story of the person who uh, solved the problem I was having with my arm, a salesman at uh, Sleep Country, who said, that pillow is way too thick uh, for you. Number eight. Number eight, lack of exercise, core strength, and not enough stretching. People do not recognize the importance of exercise, core strength, and stretching in their lives. If people have time to exercise, they exercise, but then they don't do the stretching after. How possibly are you going to have length of the muscles after you've strengthened them if you don't actually stretch them out? Number seven. Improper nutrition and fuel to the body. People do not eat well. 90% of the way that we look is as a result of the food that we put inside of ourselves. There's so much emphasis on exercise, but nutrition is a vital and key component to good health. Cells are made up from the food that we eat. If we're eating junk, we're making junk, how else are we supposed to feel? Okay, number one thing we should not eat. Number one thing that we shouldn't eat, my gosh, that list is very, very large. If it's white? If it's white, if it's sugar, I mean, recognize again, there's so many things that affect people in different ways. So listen to your bodies. You do not need all the sugar and white that's existing. People get into gluten and organic and all this different stuff, but just listen to your body. It will tell you and teach you exactly what you need in it. Number six. Poor lifting, desk positions, repetitive strain syndrome, tech neck, ergonomics of life. Please take time to listen to your body. Take a break when it's necessary. Be in the proper position. Put some cushioning behind you so you're sitting upright. Be aware of what's going on. I'm shocked. I would have thought these would have been the top five, so I can't wait to hear the top five. So number five. Not providing enough rest and recovery between things that we do. People want to do, 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 and then they wonder why they are being affected. So clearly, if you actually take a bit of recovery time between the things that you're doing, it will allow your body to heal. It will allow the cells to recover. It will allow the body to do exactly what it's supposed to do in the time that it requires to do it in. So stop rushing and allow yourself a little bit of rest and relaxation between things. Number four on the list of uh, bad things we're doing to our body, which uh, get us in trouble. We do not breathe. We do not allow oxygen to get into our cells. Every cell tissue organ requires oxygen. So please recognize that if you are not breathing deeply, if you are not getting oxygen to where it actually needs into the extremities, if you're not providing it with that source, then how possibly do you expect your body to function correctly? Okay. Tension building the top three folks. Uh, Give yourself a check here. Number three. Not drinking enough water. I am on people, and Andy, I've been on you a lot when it comes to drinking water. If we are not providing a medium for cells to actually get nutrition from and in, how possibly are are we going to heal? How much water a day? Well, everybody is different, but somewhere between two and a half liters and four liters, depending on what you're doing, is very, very vitally important for the cells to be functioning optimally. You said two and a half liters, not two and a half cups. Exactly. Not cups. It's liters. So please measure it properly. Make sure you're getting it in. It will make a difference. So many times I give simple instructions to people, and if they followed them, they would see me far less. I thank them for seeing me often, but the bottom line is if you're listening to these simple, simple solutions, it will help you. Number two. 
not being present time conscious. I know that with certainty, I tell you this all the time, if people were aware of what they were doing, if they weren't on autopilot all the time, if they would be listening to their bodies and understanding what their bodies were saying, they would not have half three quarters, 97% of the ailments that they're experiencing. And the number one nasty things we're doing to our body, which put us in the chiropractor's uh, chair. This is something that is maybe not so chiropractic in nature, but I find with people not taking time for themselves, people allowing stress and the stimulation of life to get in the way of them experiencing the best possible, most abundant life that they can experience. Stress, stress, stress. It's a word that everyone uses. Recognize that it is good stress, bad stress. It's stimulation on the body. If we listen to our systems, if we take time to understand how much of the juggling act is taking place and recognize how we need to slow ourselves down just a little bit or at least organize it, manage it and balance it correctly, it will make a huge difference in your overall health. I realize now I should have booked a whole hour. Incredible amount of uh, information you've shared already. Two quick uh, questions before you go. Uh, you do something which uh, I want you to mention, and I know you'll do it only because I asked. Um, you give of your time at a very special place for people where you might not expect a, py- a chiropractic service. Yeah, absolutely. On Friday afternoons between 1 and 3, there are about 25 of us chiropractors who give of our time to the Salvation Army Center of Hope. We have created this clinic uh, over the last five years to help people that have less fortune than many of our clients do to be able to afford the care that they may receive in a chiropractic office. Uh, We give of our time, we give of our expertise, and quite honestly, it's one of the most gratifying things I could possibly do um, because these people need our help and we allow them to experience chiropractic at a whole different level. This question will dramatically resonate with you. Uh, How can I I achieve all this while working long hours in a demanding industry? We all live and work long hours in a demanding industry. If you are doing what you love and you are doing everything with passion and an understanding of how things need to be in balance, you will be able to do it all. I live a very busy life. People in my practice live a very busy life. You attract that which you are. We are already over time, but I have to ask you one more. Just a quick snapshot of uh, not just a chiropractic office, which you have there in Lambeth, but really a healing center. It is a beautiful multidisciplinary center that has 15 practitioners in it, over three buildings. Recognize that all of us are there to support on people's journeys of health. It is designed to really be the hubcap of what people require in their life and what they're looking for when it comes to health, nutrition, chiropractic, massage, integrated energy therapy, so many different modalities for healthcare. There is not one thing that's perfect for every one. But if you have a place that you trust, that you respect, that you know will guide you in the right place, that's what we've created at Lambeth. Forgive me for staring at your hands because I was just thinking about uh, how much relief those hands have brought to so many people. Just to ask around, folks. Uh, Dr. Zanin Haji, a real pleasure to have you in studio. I wish we had more time. We'll have to have you back again, and we thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much. CTV News Update straight ahead. Uh, we're going to talk to Amanda Pfeffer, uh, City Police, about uh, new tools City Police are about to roll out to go after you if you are driving while drugged. 
Back with that in just a moment right here on the Live Drive with Andy Eubman on News Talk 1290 CJBK.